0: now a special edition of the toddcast podcast powered by citywide mortgage services providing complete financing and mortgage services for residential and small commercial businesses
1: visit them at citywidemortgage.ca now here's your host todd hancock if you had to pick one career highlight what immediately comes to mind like we all have them right Personally, having worked in terrestrial radio in BC for almost 20 years, 15 of those at one of Canada's best rock stations, 99.3, the Fox, Fox, here in Vancouver, there are lots of things to kind of pick from. Uh, winning awards, being part of a ratings juggernaut, we clobbered every station. Uh, hosting world album premieres with Metallica, Nickelback, Velvet Revolver. Something about hanging out with Slash and Duff McHagan all days. Yeah, I'll take one of those again. Flying first class to Dublin, Ireland. Did my radio show from the Jameson Whiskey Distillery a couple years in a row. Uh, broadcasting from the Irish House for the duration of the 2010 Winter Olympics. And of course, this podcast is a career highlight. After being shown the corporate door in the summer of 14, we fired up the cast in January of 15 and we're into year nine, nine, (laughs) crazy how time flies. My name is Todd Hancock and that is what this week is all about. You'll hear from 12 past guests as they share their career highlight stories and we'll get to some of our musical guests in just a second coming up shortly. And stop me if you've heard this before. 10 time kickboxing champ John Wayne Parr, JWP, talking about the first time that he became a world champion. That is powered by our good friends at FKP MMA. They've signed on as a podcast sponsor for the duration all of 2023. Lots of love for Mr. Franco and his outstanding team. Learn self defense, build your self esteem, meet new friends, and Get some pretty good exercise in the due process. Find out why they're Vancouver's number one training destination at fkpmma.com. First, let's get to some career highlight stories from past musical guests, all of whom are powered by Vibe Cave Studios in East Vancouver. If you're looking for someone to mix a song, it's there. It just needs a little know-how. Get in touch with Braden, Pockets, they call them. And you get a 15% discount for any paid referrals. So keep that in mind. We're hanging out with Braden just a little while back playing a bunch of stuff for us. Uh, all sorts of genres as well. Check out a bit of a song he shot us on an email from Kim Mortal called Longing
2: love that picks me up and me deeper.
1: So there's basically three things you need to remember: huge mixes, killer sounds, great vibes. So check out more of what Pockets is all about through vibecavestudios.com. We had our longtime friend, musician, songwriter, record producer, Devin Townsend, in studio. This is a few years back now. Of course, you'll know him initially from Strapping Young Lad. I mean, just a punishing band back in the day. And then his solo career, where he is all over the map. Hard rock, new age, ambient, full-on symphony orchestras. He is one of the best, no question. So check out what Devin said about career highlights.
3: If it ended now, okay, here's a career highlight. If it ended now, I still have buddies that would help me move. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. It's true. That's uh... I got friends that have got my back, man, through all this shit. Right. And it's like 30-year relationships, man. And it's like, I think if there's a litmus test for the fact that, yeah, I was an asshole back then and I messed this up and I got super high for a while and all this sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, well, that's living. Right? That's living. Totally. Yeah.
3: And the fact that there's people in my world now that are, are that um, still care enough about me to like, tell me the truth is awesome.
1: Too true though, right? Like if you still have buddies that would be willing to help you move, like you've done something right So you've known about Melissa Etheridge since 1988. Her debut album went number 22 on uh, billboards 200. Her song, bring me some water was nominated for a Grammy award for the best rock vocal performance. She didn't win, but she did in 93 for her song. Ain't it heavy. She won another Grammy award for come to my window. She sold over 6 million copies worldwide. So what is Melissa's career highlight?
4: I, like, I have had so many. I really, it's tough to say. I, I would have to say um, singing with Bruce Springsteen definitely won. The, uh, the Grammys of 2005 when I was able to step back on stage after, well, while, while being in treatment for cancer, that's probably the one that has had the most, that still has reverberations. People still come up and talk to me about that, and mm. that's been 12 years ago.
1: If you're talking about influential rap bands, Run DMC has to be near the top. The first group in the genre to have a gold album The first to be nominated for a Grammy award. They were the first to earn a platinum record. The first to earn a multi-platinum certification. The first to have videos on MTV. The first to appear on American Bandstand. The first on the cover of Rolling Stone. The only hip-hop act to play at Live Aid in 85. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2009. Did I say has to be near the top or at the top? From all of that, listen to what DMC... Had to say about career highlights.
5: Meeting Sarah McLachlan because her music saved my life. I was an alcoholic, metaphysical, spiritual, suicidal wreck who was about to kill himself. And this was 93, 1993 I heard Sarah McLachlan's record Angel, and when I heard that record Angel, that was the only thing that would kept me from jumping off roofs. For one whole year, all I did was listen to Sarah McLachlan records. Um, I got the pleasure of meeting her by going to a party that I didn't want to go to because my manager was like, let's keep Daryl busy. As long as we keep him busy, he won't kill himself. So Mm -hmm. my manager took me to Clive Davis Grammy party, and um, I got to meet Sarah McLachlan. And then three years after that meeting, I got to um, record a song with her. And just her music, her as a person... You know, I told her, the name of the record is Angel, you sound like angel, people say you're an angel to me, you're an angel, but you're not an angel to me, you're God, you're, your music saved my life, and she looked at me and she said, thank you for telling me that, Darryl, because that's what music is supposed to do, and since that meeting, that is one of the, first, um, that is one of the most prolific statements that is ingrained in me as an artist. That's what music is supposed to do. It's not about being rich and famous. It's about being money. It's about touching and saving people's lives.
1: And Steel Panther continues to conquer the world with catchy, tongue-in-cheek party songs, touring the world, girls ripping off their shirts on stage, partying backstage, playing to 75,000, 80,000 people at festivals. Their live show is simply one of the best. Just lots of fun, great musicianship. Their singer, Michael Starr, definitely had some thoughts on career highlights. Each step
6: of the way is a highlight. So like, even when we were a cover band back in early 2000s, we were selling out the Viper Room. So at that moment, that was like the best ever. You know, you're on the Sunset Strip, selling out the Viper Room. And then we go to the Roxy and start selling that out. And that, to me, in my career, was a, a huge success story for us. And then we went to even a bigger club called the Key Club. Double the capacity. Sold that out every Monday. Another milestone. Then the House of Blues played there until it closed down. We actually played there. We played more shows at the Hollywood Sunset House of Blues than any other band ever had played there. Wow. So that's a big milestone. And then the Girl play Download Festival in Donington in the UK to 75,000 people, two bands before Aerosmith on the main stage, Wow. Pretty big deal Then To go play Back in This year We're going to play In Germany It's a festival That holds 100,000 people It just keeps getting Bigger and bigger And bigger I wish my Penis would do that
7: Toddcast <laughs> Podcast Musical guest visits Are powered by Vibe Cave Studios In East Vancouver Huge mixes Killer sounds Great vibes Visit them at vibecavestudios.com.
0: hit the slopes this winter is with the cypress mountain skycard visit cypressmountain.com for details
7: and now stop me if you've heard this before on the toddcast podcast
1: you'll know australian muay thai fighter 10-time world championship kickboxer john wayne parr as jwp the gunslinger retired from the sport in 2012 only to come back and fight the following year in 13 with a three-fight deal with power play promotions then came a three-fight deal with bellator kickboxing in 16 it was around that time when jwp was a guest after bellator you saw him sign with risen fight federation then in february of this year Parr signed a six-fight contract with one championship. He's two fights into his current contract. And when JWP was a guest, he talked about career highlights, kids practicing martial arts, the shows that he was binge-watching at the time, watching tape of opponents prior to fighting them, the struggle that it is to cut weight for a fight. And stop me if you've heard this before, JWP talked about the first time he became a world champion.
4: I've been dreaming
6: about being a, a world champion uh, from the age of 11, so it was a long time coming and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to try and accomplish that. Uh, so I fought for, I fought against an Australian guy for my very first title, mm. um, and then I had a second, second round knockout. And then I was very lucky to, to travel to Thailand uh, two months later, and I fought and I fought and won my second world title in, in Bangkok in front of 100,000 people live on Thai TV in front of 20 million people. Wow. So that 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 was uh, probably one of my most uh, special ones. I I, I won two in Bangkok. So the other one was just as big as well. I won a a million baht uh, trophy from the prime minister and another world title again. So um, yeah, to win Ban- to win more titles in Bangkok, you know you're doing okay.
7: Stop me if you've heard this before. On the Toddcast podcast is powered by FKP MMA. Vancouver's number one training destination at fkpmma.com. Restless heart,
8: don't fall apart. You've been hanging by a thread, moving seams in your head. It's a long time coming, baby. Gonna see you running, baby. It's a long time coming, I know that you've been Hanging by a thread On the things that I've said It's a long time coming, baby
1: Text from Devin the other day, the singer of that band Wild Dove, and he was saying that, you know, I'm, I'm eyeballing maybe a Matthew Good, a symbolistic white wall. I can't remember what he said, but it was one of those like, yeah, dude, come on. Like, man, the song Baby Boy, does that not sound like it's possibly even Matthew Good's? you know, material, his repertoire, I'd be willing to bet you'll, you'll hear that one. You'll see that one live this Saturday, January 28th at our next podcast, Blue Light Sessions, the Blue Light Studio, East Vancouver. There's still some tickets left. Wild Dove, their song again, Baby Boy. We're only letting 60 people in the door. So grab them right now. If you want to come 20 bones through eventbrite.ca, B-R-I-T-E, Eventbrite. You can roll the dice and wait for the door if you'd like for next week. Uh, it's 25 bucks at that point, but there's no guarantees, of course, that there will be tickets left. So hope to see you there. Plagia the Harpoonist and the Axe Murderer and their excellent song called My Paradise saw those guys with the history of gunpowder, about a month and a half, maybe two months back now at this point, at the Hollywood Theater in Kitsilano, great room if you've never been, amazing sound, fantastic sight lines. I've planted the idea of Harpoonists doing a podcast show this year. So hopefully we'll be able to get them to come out and hang out one night. So coming up in just a few minutes in listen to this, the Headstones bassist, Trent Carr, talking about being at the forefront of that explosion of bands in the 90s. And that is powered by our friends at Tedco RV Supplies out in Langley. RV service and repairs, ICBC accredited. Yes, check, check, check. You can find them online at Facebook and on Twitter, Tedco RV Supplies. First, more career highlight stories and some of our past sporting guests, all of whom are powered by hand-over-hand textiles in Vancouver. Naturally dyed goods for your home, for your body. And the beauty is, they only use Pure plant extracts, natural fibers. Mother Earth loves them. Great presence as well, of course, locally owned, locally operated. Find them through handoverhandtextiles.com. NHRA national event winner Alexis Dejoria has been at it since 2005. Starting in the super gas category, only took her eight months to get her first win. She moved on to race in the top alcohol funny car was the second woman to race under four seconds with a 3.997 second quarter mile at Pomona in California. Listen to Alexis talk about career highlights. Pretty cool.
9: Oh gosh, my career highlight was winning the U.S. Nationals at Indianapolis, the 60th anniversary. It just doesn't get any better than that. And being able to do it in in the most amazing fashion against John Force, the most winningest funny car driver mm-hmm. in his in the history of NHRA, beating him in the finals, like waxing him on the tree. I, I mean, and I love John. On, it, this isn't a diss at all, but to do to do that against the greatest funny car driver to ever live, mm-hmm. I mean, in the finals to beat him in the finals to win that race is, I mean, there's nothing better, and to be able to give. That, you know, Wally to Connie Kalita, who I, I had the pleasure and, uh, you know, to race for him was just incredible in, in itself. I mean, he's a legend. He's amazing. And he was the last one to win an Indy an indie race, you know, on that team. So to be able to give him another Indy win... Uh, was just
1: really it's mm. incredible. That got, yeah. It's got yeah. to taste mm, 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 good.
6: Yeah.
9: <laughs> and my whole family and their family was there too. My dad <laughs> was there. Awesome. And this is the funniest thing. So, I had won races before that, obviously, but he had never been there for a win mm. and that was his first win. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like, being with me, that was his first win Was in was the U.S. Nationals and my husband was there, my kids were there. It was just it was it was incredible.
1: You'll know MMA fighter Smooth Benson Henderson from fighting in Bellator MMA. Prior to that, longtime UFC fighter, the former UFC lightweight champ, former WEC lightweight champ, has big wins over big fighters like Nate Diaz, Cowboy Cerrone, Frankie Edgar, Jorge Masvidal.
3: You can take your pick. For me personally, I don't really have one. Like I've had a lot of great experiences and a lot of amazing experiences, but I, I, I like to. Normally, I take that question back to who's ever asking. I ask them what my their favorite uh, career thing of mine was, and I say I go with that one. Right,
1: because um, <laughs> right, there's but, so like, many, is what you're saying. For me, I,
3: I had so many. And they're all, yeah, they're all, they're all really cool. Like I appreciate each one for for what it's worth. But like, I do like they're cool. I like them all. But normally, I ask the person like, which which was their favorite is uh, which right. one of mine is their favorite. and I go with that one.
1: We'll stick with MMA for a sec. You'll know model Ariane Celeste as a longtime UFC Octagon girl who's been on the cover of Maxim, FHM, Sports Illustrated, Playboy. In fact, her Playboy issue was the top selling issue that year, no surprise. She co hosted Overhaulin back in 2014, 2015, has over 4 million people following on social media. My career
10: highlight. Hmm. I honestly think it's just like. Traveling the world because I I know I came from a very you know not not rich family we're all like working class family and for me to be out of this country and see so many beautiful places and meet so many beautiful people and be able to experience that is just like so it's, it has been such an experience I never thought that I'd even get out of Vegas uh-huh. um, so <laughs> so that has been probably the highlight Yeah, and being on the cover of Playboy was pretty cool
1: too. And from the UFC to the CFL, when Boseco Locombo was a guest back in 2018, he was a linebacker for the BC Lions the first day of the 19 free agency. He signed a one-year contract with the Alouettes. He played linebacker and safety for the Owls and Locombo's playing rights were traded to the Toronto Argonauts at the start of 2020. He's now back playing with the BC Lions, was named the CFL's most outstanding Canadian in the 21 season. Some very big accolades. So what's Boseco's career highlight? I think
11: probably going, you know, um, having the chance to to extend the NFL a bit. Yeah. And um, and I don't know if you knew this, but the Ravens have always been my favorite team because of one simple guy, Ray Lewis. Okay. And when I was, when I found with, um, with the Ravens, we, uh, um, during our regular season back in 2017, we had a game in London and, um, it was versus the Jaguars and they did a little, um, kind of community service work thing in, in London and, um, Ray Lewis ended up showing up to that community service and Nice. Bike. I um I was starstruck, you know, because I've been following football ever since I got into football. He's, he he was my favorite player, he's been my favorite player, you know. Now he's retired, you know, kind of doing his own thing, but I didn't, like I even bought his book, um, all that, all that, and to actually be in the same field as him and to see him and to talk to him, you know, what I'm saying like that was probably the highlight of my career because it was somebody I looked up to for a long time, and I shared something with him, and they just like. Yeah, it was, it was special.
0: Red Truck Beer. Delivered fresh. The official beer of the Toddcast Podcast.
7: The Toddcast podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at milanocoffee.ca. And now, listen to this on the Toddcast podcast.
1: Formed in Hamilton, Ontario in 89, Headstones were an integral part of the 90s rock scene here in Canada, with constantly touring and you heard them a lot on radio. They have a bunch of hit songs. Between 96 and 16, they were among the top 35 best-selling Canadian bands in Canada, which is super impressive when you consider that for a good portion of that time, they were on a hiatus between 2003 and 2011. During that time, members formed other bands. Singer Hugh Dillon became an accomplished actor. And when Headstones bassist Trent Carr was a guest in early 17, they were close to putting out the album Little Army. Since then, they've released... People Skills, and just this year, Flight Risk. Now, Trent talked about being a comic book fan, making it as a band now versus then. He talked about touring and family, seeing the Osmonds for his first concert. Career Highlights came up. And Trent talked about Headstones being at the forefront of the explosion of bands in the 90s. Listen to this. It was cool. Like When I look back on it now, it's like, yeah, we were a part of that. That was mm-hmm. That was a fun, exciting time. Hell yeah!
3: You think about uh, you know how how many other Canadian bands there are, and think putting us in those uh, in those categories, and it's funny. Like back then, we weren't really we weren't really thought of as uh, much of a part of that scene. Actually, like when you, when back when we were in it, mm-hmm. we were sort of very underdog and on the outside, and like we weren't getting played on the on the mainstream um, cool radio stations. Like we weren't played on the uh, edge in Toronto very much.
12: Hmm.
3: We weren't, uh, which is, that is a huge factor in becoming a a bigger Canadian band. Actually, it's like one of the biggest stations in Canada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so back then we felt way more on the outside and I'd say underappreciated a bit. We definitely had our hardcore, hardcore fans, but, uh, you know we weren't uh, we didn't feel like we were a part of the elite canadian music scene right but well, that was always <laughs> grinding
1: hustling all the yeah. time
3: yeah exactly yeah oh. we were always and then but it's cool when we have the reunion coming back people are starting to talk to us as if we were that and you go, yeah well that's cool that you're everyone's sort of giving us some um, respect now and all that but well like, it kind of really wasn't there before
7: Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC-approved repair shop. Visit them on Facebook and Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies.
2: When I had you here, Lord knows I didn't see What a gift had been Been bestowed on me I took love for granted Cause I thought you'd always be around
1: that with about 60 of your closest friends at a very very cool room in East Vancouver her name is Tanya Aganaba great song called borrowed time and perhaps she will play you that one roughly a month away from today in fact uh, February 25th another podcast blue light sessions tickets only 20 bucks right now again through eventbright.ca simple search of Toddcast podcasts. It will find our stuff. It's an acoustic night, a live interview. You get to ask questions as well. It's going to be a great night and can't wait. You know, in fact, we did a, a show that was very similar to this, uh, I guess a few years back now, pre pre COVID and she killed it. A phenomenal player, a gifted storyteller. I played you a new song for not in public called one size fits all great sound big sound coming out of those guys going to definitely be keeping an eye on their socials for a a show um, cause we definitely want to see these guys live. You got a feeling they're absolutely going to bring it. Speaking of the live music, check out the indie scene at ToddHancock.ca. We've posted some local shows that you should really try to be at. If you're playing a show or seeing a show and it's indie, let us know about it. We'll post it up at the website. That's brought to you by mystic rhythms, rehearsal studios, over 40 years experience in the music industry. The pandemic has just made them stronger. Great jam spaces, Top-notch gear. Every band loves it. Check it out through mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, our final career highlight stories from a handful of past entertainment guests, all of whom are powered by Sacred Meds, Canada's best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary. Say that five times fast. They deliver to anywhere in Canada. I don't know if I've mentioned that or not. I usually get my order within a couple, three days at the very most. The website is Dacked, of course, cannabis and psilocybin, fun mushrooms, but edibles and hash and oils and pipes and you name it. It is insane. And don't forget, at registry, mention that you heard about them through this podcast to unlock a hidden category. Yeah, what? A hidden category on their website with the code podcast. That code also gets you ten percent off when you check out. By the way, sacredmeds.com. Sacredmeds.com. Comedian Brent Butt is one of Canada's best. He's been at it for close to 35 years. You'll best know, probably, Brent from his role as Brent on Corner Gas. He's won four Canadian Comedy Awards, was honored with the Comedy Network Sir Peter Eustonoff Award for his significant body of comedic work.
13: And, you know, after we did the, the series, we did six seasons, 107 episodes, the notion, we all kind of like the idea of, coming back in a few years and doing a movie, doing an actual theatrical movie of corner gas. Mm. And so that was always on our radar. And that happened five years after the final uh, live action show aired. We, we made this movie. So us was about two and a half years to write it. Cause it was, it was a very tricky thing to write. But at the end of the day, I'm <clears throat> really happy with the movie and, and the response to the movie was way more than anybody expected. Like we were, like physically selling out theaters. Mm-hmm. None of us expected that. I remember getting a call from my brother in Calgary. Hey, I'm trying to go to your stupid movie and I can't get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, am I supposed oh. to be upset by that? Or? Right. <clears throat> so anyway, the, the network approached us after the success of the film. And they said, you know, obviously the appetite is still there. People st- still want to see Corner Gas. Do you have any interest in doing more episodes? And we we just kind of didn't. We thought, you know. Just coming back and doing more of the same would feel you know, it would very much feel like kind of a rut. But, you know, it's a nice offer and the notion of being employed is always, you know, that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, you know, if we we, you know my partners and I we started talking about this. If we were to do something, what would we do? And that's when the idea of animation came up. Because we had talked about it once before of doing an animated scene during the live action show. We did a um, an animated lego version of corner gas like a scene in one of the episodes right and we had talked about doing a regular animated thing it never came together it wasn't practical but so anyway when we started kicking around this idea of what could we do that came up it was like we started re- revisiting the notion of an animated corner gas
1: as someone who has lived in vancouver for most of my life I think it's super cool that so many fun shows and series are filmed here. Like, isn't it neat when you see a scene set up and it's near where you live or or maybe you're, you know, you drive by a major motion picture that's being filmed downtown. It's on the viaduct or, or whatever. And when we had a chance to have on Supergirl actor, David Harewood. Of course, we jumped at the chance. You'll also know him from Homeland, where he was the CIA's counterterrorism director. David is a master of the craft, trained at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. His body of work goes back to 1993. Listen to what he cites as a career highlight: touchingly beautiful.
14: Wow, career highlight. I mean, I mean, it's it has it has to be homeland i mean i mean literally the, the 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 year i got homeland uh my my the year before i got homeland my best mate in the world who used to kind of make me laugh and tell me always you know we just used to laugh all the time and he was the one person who was convinced that i was going to make it and um was would always just, con, just tell me look don't worry about it you're going to make it i over no no fear about it whatsoever absolutely convinced about it and i uh, on on my daughter's birthday we were about to walk out um and go and get go and get some food for my daughter's birthday i got this phone call and he died just he had a routine knee operation and he was dead and it uh, just completely destroyed me wow i was kind of like I just lost my kind of rock and I was, I kind of was heavily grieving for about a year. I I didn't work for nine months. I just lost all my mojo, Mm. lost my confidence, just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. I, and I was just convinced I was going to go under. I couldn't pay my mortgage. I was fucked. I was just no, I had no money. Mm. Uh, And, and I was, I was near very nearly broke, and, um, My manager phoned me up and said, uh, "I said, look, you know, I've got this job. Uh, You know, they want to, I want your tape. Would you put yourself on tape?" And I refused it. I said, "No, I am not in the mood." And then about a month later, he said, "Look, they, they still asking. Would you really put yourself on tape?" I said, "I really, I haven't got the, I haven't got it." He went, "Just, he said, just put yourself, just, just do it. He said, just put yourself on tape. Just one time, just raise yourself and just do it." And I, and I did it. And then about a month later. Uh, I got a so-called agent saying congratulations. I said, "What's that?" He said, "You just got Homeland."
1: <laughs> awesome.
14: And I, 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 I put it down there. And I said to my wife, "I, I fucking got it." She said, "What?" I said, "I got that job, Homeland." And my wife started to tear up. And I, and she, I said, "What's up?" She said, "Do you know what date it is today?" I went, "No." She went, "It's Louis's birthday. It's my mate's fucking birthday." Come on! I swear to God, on his birthday the next year, and I have not stopped working. Since.
1: wow dude i literally have my arm hair is standing and, on but, end right
14: but, now but, but, but dude from being broke one year and grieving and lost the very next year we won everything so it won the golden globes wow. it won it won it won it won everything so i was one year broke you know you know just absolutely i'm down to my last dollar and then the next year I was, i'm at, I'm you know at parties with Fucking movie stars and TV stars and walking past Charlie Theron and Leonardo DiCaprio and De Niro and, and I, I'm like in this room with all these fucking megastars and I'm just sitting there thinking, Jesus Christ, you know, it can happen that quickly. What you know? a so story! I, I just kind of thought to myself, this is from from being really low to being really high. So that was that was my that that year winning winning everything with Homeland and. The Emmys and the Golden Globes. And every time I went down that red carpet, I was just
1: thinking,
14: Jesus Christ, what do (laughs) they Yeah. So those are
1: my highlights. Living in Canada in the late 80s, early 90s, it was impossible for you not to know who Ed the Sock was. A talking cigar on much music. Always pushing boundaries, calling out celebrities, witty and harsh. Green hair, green eyebrows, a scowl, a very sharp tongue.
4: I started on Much Music and City TV in 1994, left in 2008. That's a lot of time and a lot of highlights and a lot of lowlights. So trying to think of what did I enjoy the most, it's pretty difficult to figure out what I liked the most. It's easier to figure out the people I like the least, but mostly <laughs> I didn't pay that much attention. It was just a job. I went in, I did my shtick, I went the hell home.
1: Yeah, yeah fair uh, enough. But highlights,
4: I really liked uh, being at Woodstock
1: 99. Oh, yeah, I bet.
4: Because I was live on the air, I was the person, and this was noted in the media, I was the person who first said, this is about to go straight to hell. And it did. And I was the one who predicted it. Which, you know, that's sort of odd notoriety. But I watched that for three days in blistering heat on a, in a venue that was an old military base so it had no shade, no place people could skulk in the shadows, and people were charging 10 bucks for small bottles of water. I knew this was about to boil over. And that afternoon, when they started knocking over the outhouses and body surfing in the crap, I, uh, I knew this was Lord of the Flies. And so being a part of something that's actually unfolding in front of you historically, that was great fun. But generally, just being on much music, being on a place where they let me say whatever I wanted. Nobody spoke to me beforehand, saying, "What are you going to talk about? What are you going to say about this?" Nobody ever asked me. No one told me not to talk about something. No one gave me hell after. Well, maybe they gave me hell after, but it didn't really matter because going forward, they didn't. There was no rules. They allowed. They respected me enough to say to let me do what I wanted to do, say what I wanted to say, and. They allowed the other VJs of my generation to be who they were. They hired people who they, who they knew, who they trusted, whose personalities they liked, and said, go do your thing. And this, see, this is the thing that's gone missing in those last 10 years. Mm-hmm. As more and more people, media figures and politicians, became very tightly controlled about what they were saying or allowed to say. This is why people around the world are starting to take to 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 caught into the appeal of an idiot like Trump. Because Trump says what he means and means what he says. So I think people are attracted to that as opposed to the crap that comes out of his mouth. My job is to, is to, to come back and do what I always did, which was say what I mean and mean what I say, but do it with some frickin' brains.
1: And you'll know Sanjita Patel as an ET Canada host and as HDTV's Home to Win host. She started off as a presenter on The Weather Network. In 2014, she made Hello Magazine Canada's 50 Most Beautiful People list, one of the most recognizable Canadian celebrities. Well, check out what Sanjita said about career highlights.
10: Ah, uh, um, I'm i one of those people who live for the moment. It doesn't matter what it is. I get excited by everything and anything. Um, but, oh, shit shoot. I don't know. Do you like in terms of meeting someone or just overall? Uh,
1: in general. What, what, what popped to your mind when I said that?
10: Oh, I don't know. I'm just so blessed. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: Um, you know, one of the coolest things is that I'm able to connect with, uh, one of the things I love to do is interviews and having the opportunity to connect with these guys is it's pretty cool, you know, and a lot of uh, stars would say they, I mean, reporters or say they really connect with people, but you find those moments. And so I like creating those moments. So, uh, for me, maybe, Oh boy. Um, <laughs> it's tough. Uh, the rock and I are, you know, we message each other. We're friends. Come he knows on. my name and That's awesome. you know, we, yeah, yeah it's kinda of cool it is i I think of him as a like an older brother kind of thing, but he he's my he's been my mentor when it comes to fitness because fitness is such a big part part of my life, and for him to acknowledge the the amount of work I do, so it's something like that maybe like that's really cool to me um so I don't know, yeah, there's so many great moments
1: mm-hmm. tough to pick know. for sure
10: yeah, it's hard being at the Golden Globes this year during the me too change. I don't know there's just there's so many. That's a tough one. You're going to have to come back to me on that
12: one.
1: Yeah. I feel the same way. Like I look back at my career and I'm like, man, I I don't know. I wouldn't even be I wouldn't even know where to start.
12: Yeah.
10: I mean, I'm yeah. not quite like
1: you, but I'm, you know, I had a a, f- a <laughs> no. good run here in Vancouver for 15 yeah. years, so. Yeah, it's a tough one. It is. Yeah. Everything's
10: been great. I've been blessed. I've been I'm lucky for where I am right now. Even Home to Win, to do that, you know, that's a highlight. Being able to give away a house to a family that deserves it at yeah. the end of her.
1: That's, like, that's so insane, cool. That, it that's is the amazing. Yeah. That's amazing.
10: Yeah, like, it is. And I'm the only one who knows... Like there's 50 of us out there and I'm the only one who knows who won the house. And so my director's in my ear and he goes, okay, this is the one time you get to deliver this line. Don't F it up. Right. Um, and <laughs> we so, are not
1: double taking this.
10: No, don't cry. Right. Like, do your temperature, your lips is trembling. Try to get rid of that. You know, take your moment. Um, and like, that's just like, okay, maybe that's the highlight is to give away a house, a million dollar house. Like that's just insane. <laughs>
7: Entertainment guest visits are powered by Sacred Meds, Canada's best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary. Visit sacredmeds.com and mention you heard about them through the podcast to open up a hitting category on their website. And use the code TODCAST at checkout for 10% off your order.
0: was warm he came around like he was dignified he showed me what it was to cry
1: song love it you big idiot their cover of natalie imbruglia's torn you can catch them next month friday february 17th they're playing at the rickshaw theater opening up for mad caddies the core and the high sides are also playing very good show not that that should come as a surprise for you, knowing that, of course, Mo and his team at the rickshaw have been killing it forever. As we'll put this podcast to bed, hope you liked hearing about our guest career highlights. Twelve of them sharing stories. Normally, of course, our normal week-to-week, normal, quote-unquote, uh, three guests a week. We release them on Tuesdays. My name is Todd Hancock. If you're not already, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, comment and rate the podcast. Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. Of course, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram as well. Follow along. It's not the same content on all three platforms. We do our best to try to mix it up. Or if it is, it's at least positioned differently. Of course, a big thanks to all of our fantastic sponsors. Big love to Dara and the team at Citywide Mortgage Specialists. Our title sponsor, I've known Dara for a few years now, and the idea of teaming up with them, knowing how good their team is, and the fact that everyone needs a mortgage at some point, or you should be shooting at a goal like that, it's because of businesses like Citywide Mortgage Specialists, Blue Light Studio, Tedco RV Supplies, Mystic Rhythms, Milano Coffee, that will continue making these podcasts for you to listen to we're getting roughly 20 25000 plays a month by the way getting close and maybe getting up to 30 actually lately just enough to keep everyone happy certainly me certainly the sponsors anyway and that's truly what the main thing you know honestly if I'm happy that they're happy, you're happy, you're listening, that's great. You can find links to all sponsor websites at ToddHancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. It's like we're the Costco hot dog in that way. Starting sponsorship rates have not changed since we launched in 2015. What <laughs> Like what? Contact info at the homepage. Maybe we'll see you soon. Have a beer, have a coffee, see what we can do together. All right, till next time, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. You've been listening to the ToddCast Podcast,
5: powered by Citywide Mortgage Services, dedicated to helping you find the best mortgage
4: rates. Available seven days a week at citywidemortgage.ca.